welcome to Tabu Sike, where I talk about uh, topics that are not necessarily discussed in Malaysia. So today, <laughs> I'm going to talk about something fun. Um, I was inspired by uh, Anna, Akana's, Anna Akana, she's a YouTuber, um, her recent video called Three Things I Wish I Knew Before Having Sex. Uh, I'll link it in the description if you want to watch that. Um, but I wanted to talk about this because sex is a topic that really isn't that much, like, it isn't discussed that much in Malaysia. And I mean, I've never spoken about it with my parents. I have with my sister, sort of, but most of the time it is with my friends uh, at this age, not, not, not 10 years ago, not 20 years ago, no way. But uh, right now with my friends, I'm very comfortable uh talking about it and sharing my own knowledge about it it was not like this back in the day basically but anyway let's begin uh yes so in malaysia we're not very well educated when it comes to sex uh in school we were not taught about it um other than like learning about the reproductive system during biology uh the fact that we needed to use pads when women you know, got their first periods, you know, and, and, you know, we didn't even talk about, like, other period products, like tampons and, like, um, uh, menstrual cups, which, but, I mean, I don't think menstrual cups existed back in the day, but we never talked about t tampons, for example, because that was something that would be, you know, um, inserted into your vagina, and that's seen as, like, kind of controversial, because it's like, oh, could you break your virginity using a tampon? No. That, that's how highly uneducated most people are about periods and sex. Um, anyway, and also um, a lot of the things that were taught to us was about abstinence and how that was like the only form of contraception that we should, we should be, be doing or not doing for that matter. And I'm not even kidding. Um, they will always constantly mention it during our Islamic studies Um and also if the schools had like a, a what do you call it, like um, a lecture or a workshop for girls who are, you know, coming of age with their periods and their sexual drives, it would mostly be just people coming in with like free pads and telling you like, don't have sex, you can get AIDS from sex, here's a pad. That was it, that was my education. <laughs> Um, I honestly, personally did not know anything about sex. Uh, I had to figure it out by watching a lot of porn, which happened a lot because I was curious and I would be very aroused by it, but obviously didn't know why I was being aroused by it because I didn't know what the fuck it was, you know? Um, and also... You know, I would read a lot of like yaoi, which is like um, uh, manga for uh, manga with like gay characters and like very um, explicit scenes of like gay sex and shit like that. Um, oh, I I did grow up finding my my brother's porn. My brother is also gay, so I found his gay porn like stashed away in his room and shit. So I watched that and I learned about that. Um, and also I used to read like sex, sex fan fictions and also basically, you know, if I was like 
at all active, I would kind of just let the teenage boys lead the way because, you know, their penises seem to know what to do. So that was it. And it was always an awkward topic to to raise or, or question. It was not it was not commonly discussed at all, especially with our parents. Like, no fucking way. I can't even imagine trying to talk to my parents right now about sex because that's how awkward it is. And, you know, that's actually a very horrible thing because people in Malaysia are, like, fucking clueless about sex until they reach a certain age, like adulthood, when they're curious enough or, or, or um, yeah, if they're curious enough to figure it out, basically. And it's pretty evident um, from the high rates of like teenage pregnancy and you know most of the time these teenage moms like don't even realize that they're pregnant and they, they throw away their babies you know like it's I, I blame this on the lack of education and the lack of open dialogue towards the topic basically um, so okay so I have like 10 points 10 uh, a list of 10 points about the things that I didn't know about sex uh, which I'm pretty sure a lot of Malaysians can relate to. So let's start. Uh, the first one is I didn't know like anything about contraception. I knew uh, about condoms and what they were, uh, or what they are, what they were, what they are. Uh, but when I was younger, like, and I was somewhat sexually active, I didn't know like what the fuck to do with a condom. I didn't know what they were. Um, I depended solely on my then boyfriends and their knowledge on on the contraception and at the time I was like really shy and very embarrassed about being sexually active so I didn't I didn't know where to go to even ask these questions or who to talk to about this like where do I go we don't have clinics uh, like in the UK for example that that are very open about contraception like or we don't have like uh uh, 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 what do you call it? Like a culture in 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 Amsterdam, for example, where people are just really open about these things. Like they, they freaking have the red light district with women, uh, with 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 sex workers, like just just with their tits out, and and people will just be like, yeah, it's fine to look at them if you're curious. I mean, like just just do it. <laughs> like whoa, okay, this is a new thing for me. You know, we don't have these things. Uh, I I knew I don't even I didn't even know about like contraception for women for example like what the fuck was birth control and uh, I learned that like when I studied in the UK we we know nothing about these things I don't even to be honest I don't even know necessarily where to get birth control I would probably go to my friends who are doctors they probably know where to where to send me you know but I don't have that knowledge at the tip of my fingers which is really bad um the second point is that i knew nothing about female orgasms uh i obviously knew that males would climax easily because their penises are very easily satisfied um but i knew nothing about you know my own vagina <laughs> like can't, like we have like multiple ways of orgasming and we have toys and we deserve to climax as much as our significant other and our significant other should be working very hard to try and satisfy us like whoa I did not know these things like wow these are th this is new information and and uh I knew that women climaxed but you know I I know how to do that myself obviously like 
growing up, there were many ways of uh, jerking off, for example. But I didn't know that that was also a purpose for sex. Like, uh, it took me a long time to learn that sex is like a fun and pleasurable activity that builds intimacy and a connection between you and your partner. And also, I learned that sex is just a fun thing that people do when they want to have fun, when they want to go wild. And like, if they're single and they just want to mingle, you know? I didn't know these things. Like, that's so fucking crazy. Uh, (laughs) um, The third point. I did not know how important lubrication was. I also didn't know that your vagina lube responds to how physically aroused you are. So you could be mentally aroused and, you know, getting it on with your partner. But if your body isn't really responding, then your vagina is not going to be as slippery as you want it to be. So get lube. Lube is your best friend. Um, Number four, I didn't know anything about STDs. Uh, We don't learn all these things in Malaysia. Like, seriously, we don't. Uh, And we don't learn about how important it is to get tested if you're sexually active and about the types of diseases that can be transmitted through sexual, uh, sexual intercourse or even like oral sex or even just like the passing of like bodily fluids, you know. Uh, these things are really important and a lot of the times you know I've heard stories from friends about how they have like one night stands after going clubbing or something and uh, one they don't ask the girl or the guy about their sexual history and two uh, they don't use protection so many people know uh, that they will well they don't know but they, they will get the STDs like they'll get the worst STDs like gonorrhea chlamydia whatever the fuck, you know, like, be more responsible. And the person, like, I think that if you're having a one-night stand, both parties need to be completely honest with their sexual history because it's so awful and so inconsiderate of you to be, to not share, uh, you know, to not share if you, if you have had STDs. It's, and then you're pass, you could pass it on to someone else. That's so so horrible. That's like the worst thing that you could do. Um, the fifth point, I didn't know that for women, the first time would hurt. I, I didn't know this. Uh, and I didn't know that it would be bloody. Mine, mine was pretty bloody. And I also didn't know that uh, after all the sex, my hips would be sore <laughs> afterwards and that I couldn't walk properly. Like, like just expect some form of soreness after your first time losing your virginity, you know? Your body will adjust to it once you're you're more active, so don't worry. Um, number six, this is a public service announcement for the ladies. Please, after sex, go and pee, okay? Even after masturbations, just in case. Go and pee because that can help prevent yeast infections and UTIs, girl. Like, learn this fact, Uh, I learned it actually after watching a YouTuber. Like, can you believe it? This was like, I don't know, five years ago, six years ago. Can you imagine? Like, I had so many UTIs and I didn't even know why. I thought it was just normal, but it was fucking hurt, man. It's so uncomfortable. And can you imagine thinking that every time you would have sex, you are at the risk of having UTI when all you had to do is just fucking pee afterwards? Like... 
By the way, UTIs are normal for a majority of sexually active adult women. Um, you will get it at least once in your life, so don't worry about it. Like it's no big deal. That's like the most common thing. But still, like you can prevent it by peeing after sex. So do that. Um, the seventh point. I didn't know that the term losing your virginity would also apply to um, any for any other form of sex, like including oral sex. I used to only think that losing your virginity meant just penetration. And if that's the case, I didn't actually lose my virginity uh, five years ago. I would have lost it like 10 years ago. <laughs> because I was, I mean... Yeah, I uh this 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 goes back to the the stigma and the and the being raised to think that sex is such a sin. Uh you know, I would be super embarrassed about being sexually active and I used to do all kinds of things with like my ex-boyfriends like a lot of oral sex, a lot of kinky stuff, but never penetration and that was like like now that I think about it, I was like I- I'm like why the fuck didn't we like what the fuck? But um we did do a lot of things that were kinky, but they were mostly oral sex because the both of us would always be worried of like, oh no, what if I get pregnant? Oh, but we were doing other things that would have caused like STDs and stuff. What the fuck? And it's like, that's so stupid and so uneducated. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, you know, I always thought that penetration was the sinful thing, but actually, what the fuck? Like oral sex is still the same thing, fam. Like, yeah, okay. So, uh, number eight, masturbation is something to celebrate. Okay, it's such a wonderful thing. You should not be shy about it. And ladies, again, public service announcement, invest in a good vibrator because when your boo is not at home and is away, like on a work trip or some shit, that thing is going to be your BFF, okay? You can also use a shower head or like the bathtub faucet, you know, get creative. Or you can use your hands. You know, we've got really good uh, fingers, so <laughs> it's a wonderful thing. Um, especially when you're stressed, you know, it's, it helps relieve your stress. <laughs> um, okay, number nine. I didn't know what an uncircumcised penis looked like. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> this, one's, this one's just funny because, like, I've only ever seen circumcised penises because, uh, you know, in Malaysia, mo- most... most um, most men are circumcised because, you know, a majority of men are Malay, Malay Malaysians, which means they are Muslims, which means they have to be circumcised. And so, sometimes when you're also a Christian uh, or a Catholic, you're also circumcised. So uh, I've only ever been with men who are either born in a Muslim family or born in a Christian family so they're circumcised but then when I when I saw like a a person who uh you know has no religion or um uh has a religion that doesn't require circumcision and I saw their penis I'm just like what the fuck (laughs) it looks like a worm (laughs) I know it's completely normal I shouldn't be like making fun of it but that's I mean (laughs) That was just what was going on, uh, going through my mind the first time I saw an arc, uncircumcised penis. Like, the difference is like quite, quite, quite major, especially for, f- I mean, different types of people, you know. Different people, different penis. <laughs> uh, okay, my last point is that 
I didn't know that uh, people have like their own preferences when it came to sex. So, you know, when, when you learn these things in school, it's usually the biological thing. Like man and woman do the boom boom and then they get pregnant and that's it. That's what you learn in school. But, you know, when I started expanding my knowledge about sex in general, and uh, when I realized that, you know, uh, there was a whole sexuality spectrum and there were different types of fetishes and like the the fact that people just have different needs when it comes to sexual pleasure, like, whoa, blew my mind. It's so interesting. And, you know, I'm still also trying to... to uh, figure out my own preferences and my partner's preferences and you know it keeps the relationship spicy right like it's these things are really important it's like a very intimate thing and you can always like your your needs and your and your preferences change as you grow older as well so it's it's fun like I think this is a is a wonderful thing to be open about as well because then you will you will be able to reach your your most pleasurable moments and most intimate moments with your partner and that's great you know um okay so that's 10 points i'm sure that there are a lot more that i don't know but these are the things that i could list list down off the top of my head and hey it's like 10 what was it like uh 10 things i didn't know about sex for my 10th episode of taboo ck like oh that's so Woohoo! Things to celebrate, like, uh, <laughs> uh, what a wonderful topic, yeah? <laughs> um, I, I wanted to share uh, this YouTube playlist by a company called Pop TV. I don't, I don't think they're making videos anymore, but the playlist still exists. Um, it's videos explaining, you know, simple facts about sex. It's in Bahasa Malaysia, but uh, there are also English subtitles if you're curious to watch those videos. I'll link it uh, in the description so you guys can watch it. I think I think that these are the type of things that we should watch at a younger age so that we know what to expect, what to do, what to avoid, you know, how to be more careful with contraception and, uh, you know, our responsibilities in general about sex and how to approach it, you know, as, a, uh, as you grow older and as your sexual drive becomes even more evident. Um, the Malaysian education system is so heavily influenced by, you know, the political Islamic standpoint that those who want to talk about it or are curious about the uh, about sex are like stigmatized like heck if you're even sexually active you will be stigmatized okay so we need to be more open-minded and more understanding about how these things work and also just understand that sex is like a natural thing we, we are humans but we are also animals sex is fine we love sex i mean we love everything to do with like pleasure right and it's okay, and we should be very open about it, and we shouldn't be embarrassed to talk about it. We shouldn't, um, we shouldn't, re- uh, what's the word for it? Like, connect sex to something that's, that's dirty or nasty or whatever. Like, you know, like, the language around sex in Malaysia is quite, is quite bad. People call it like, oh my god, you're so dirty, you're so nasty, you're so slutty. No, we need to abolish that because sex is a great Thing. It's a it's a wonderful thing to to do as a human being, and we should celebrate it. I mean, like also, it creates babies. Like if you are a person who wants children, that's how you do it. You have sex, you know. Like, and it's a wonderful thing to to um call, to to cement 
the foundation of relationships like it's 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 honestly it's just wonderful i would love to celebrate sex okay <laughs> um i think i will end the podcast here i hope you enjoyed this uh, this awesome topic i i absolutely did I love talking to my friends, especially my friends who are prudes about this topic because they get so shy and so embarrassed, but I know they're interested too. And I always corner them and I'm like, I know you masturbate. And then they'll just like, they'll just be like so embarrassed and they'll start blushing. And then I'll just like, you know, I'll laugh my ass off basically. <laughs> they're even shy about like watching porn. Like it's so, it's so cute. Uh, anyway. Yeah, again, I'll end it here. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Thanks again for listening. I think, I don't know, there's about like, usually there's like three regular people who watch, uh, who listen to my podcast and I see it in the views, y'all. So <laughs> thanks to those three people who regularly listen and then thanks to the people who are curious about my podcast and listen anyway. Um, I really appreciate it. And I hope you enjoy it. Uh, I'll talk to you later. So see you in my next one. Bye.